Yes, and welcome to another latest podcast. Fresh New Look is your boy Fresh. And it's your boy Judge, big up 219. Uh, yes, sir, 219. Yo, Judge, yes, yo, how, you, how you like that um, new, spot, new thing I got right in front of you, next to you? What new thing? You know, Yo, nigga, don't, don't ever put me next to you, fucking New York, I don't know bro. what this shit is, man. Don't put me next to me again, bro. You like it, right? <laughs> you don't like it? I thought about you, man. You yeah, know what I mean? I was just trying to make man. you, 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 you know go to the next But anyway. Green, nigga. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, we got a special guest tonight. Special, special Special, guest. special. This guy's well-renowned. Keeping in the industry about how many years now? About over 15? Something like that. Something like that? Yeah. Long time, man. Veteran in the game. You know, you may know him from doing body paint for a lot of the vixens in the industry, including putting out these fly t-shirts. And that shit is hard. Yeah. Yes, I got to post it. I appreciate this shirt. I like it. Yes, sir. You ain't getting it back, too. You know? Yes. If you don't know him, and I'm gonna let you know him right now. Give a shout out to my boy Ed the Artist. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having you, me. Yo, yeah, anytime, man. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, man. We how everything you became in the industry, like into becoming who you are as today. Well, you want me to start? You want me to start early? I mean, you can start off, um, where you originally from? I'm from, the D I'm from D.C., D.C., Maryland, Virginia, DMV, as we call it. Um, the DMV. You know, I grew up always being, a, I was always an artist. I was always artistic in school and stuff. Um, you know, my later years, like around high school, around my 10th, 11th grade year, we had a trend in D.C. with hand-painted T-shirts. Mm -hmm. Glitter shirts, you know, with, with uh, Team, teams on the, on the caps and stuff, and um, you know I, I, I saw it and I liked it because it was art, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody was rocking it, you know, and um, I started I started rocking it myself, you know, and um, one day I guess I was at my homeboy house and he had some of the uh, stuff at his house and he also like was doing it himself, like he started he got the paints and he started doodling on hats and um, shirts himself, so he actually gave me a, a, a bottle to practice with. Mm -hmm. So after he gave me that bottle, I, I did it on a couple hats and you know, I got addicted to it. Mm. So, you know, started doing it. You know, did I started you get paid in the beginning when you was doing the hats? You were selling them? Not, I mean, I was, I, I would say I'll go to school and wear, wear mine that I did for myself and then other people will have their team hats and I would add like highlights to their hats, like paint, I would add paint to their hats. They give me like five bucks for a design or something. Mm -hmm. that's, that's something, man. That's that was my stuff. first high school, you know. Okay. And then like, you know, um, I ended up uh, moving and I ended up going to uh, my second high school. I was fresh there. I really didn't know anybody. I started, I kind of started fresh and, um, you know, I, you know, I did good in school and um, I, I kept, I kept my craft. Mm -hmm. I, um, I pretty much started off with doing custom headbands for people with their names and stuff like that. And then um, my home, my homeboy, um, his name is Raymond. He's from New York. He's from the Bronx. He actually wanted me to make a, a shirt for him, yeah, an actual T-shirt for him. Yeah. Yes, sir. He, he wanted me to make a shirt for him. It said the Bronx on the front of the shirt in silver glitter. 
So I wanted to get, I got like a $2 t-shirt and I did, I, I did, I did silver glitter on it and I gave it to him. And from that one t-shirt, I charged him like $10 for the t-shirt. But from that one t-shirt to doing like one t-shirt a week to one t-shirt a day to like five to 10 t-shirts a day. Wow. So, you know, I started doing stuff for like a lot of people in school. I was also like very active with like extracurricular activities. Like I was running track. Mm -hmm. I tried to, uh, I tried out for this little Asian assembly thing. You know when you when you were in school you had those African American assembly and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. You know I'm, I'm I'm half Korean so I wanted to you know embrace my culture so I actually like and I want to be more part of um, activities in the school and get to know people more. So I tried out for the uh, Asian assembly. I remember being in it. You know we had over two thousand kids in our school so in the auditorium we had a bunch of kids. It was filled up. Mm -hmm. You know it was just like a concert and mm -hmm. so I remember. Doing the Asian assembly, uh, the first thing I did was there was like a Asian fashion show where all the countries came out one by one, like in a pair, like girl guy, girl guy. Mm -hmm. All the countries came out, and my country, Korea, was last. I came out with a girl last. Before before me though, everybody came out, and they were kind of, you know, like they weren't that loud. They weren't clapping too much. But as soon as I came out, the whole auditorium said my name was clapping it and screaming like okay. and at that point I knew that I had made an impact and I actually yeah. had something you with my, had something special mm -hmm. with, my, with my art so I stuck with it you know and I kept doing it and I had the whole school rocking my stuff you know yeah, that's dope man so how did you how did you get into um the scheme okay so I stuck with it I, I graduated high school and I ended up going to community college when I was in community college you know, I, I still st I stuck with this custom shirt. I still I started doing shirts like um, for stores, little urban stores and stuff. And then um, I actually started doing it like selling it to you know people in my college, community okay. college. And community college, I, I ended up getting cool with like people that did fashion shows in different colleges, like Howard University, uh, Bowie State University, uh, my college. So I, what I, what happened what happened was I, I would go to the school. coordinator of these fashion shows, I would, uh, I would uh, link with them and, and we'll, we'll coordinate basically me doing a scene in the fashion show. Okay. So I'll make pieces for a whole scene where every model wearing it going, coming out and you know, having my very own scene in the show. Did that at all these at all these schools and every time I did it, at, at the end of the show, the, the models would buy my stuff up and my stuff would just sell out. Like, oh, you know, selling clothes at every school. Yeah, so like if I had like I'd make like five hundred dollars in like two minutes. No, I'm not close, you know. You knew you had something. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 for, so the further after that, while I was going to PG Community College, I um I was working at UPS, mm -hmm. and I was like a supervisor. You know, I worked there for about three years. And around that time, I used to go um, to my homeboy's office. Um, my boy, homeboy Justice, homeboy Justice um is actually was the CEO of this mixtape thing called Street Wars. So 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 he had an office and he'd do all the printing of the of the labeling of the of the uh, mixtapes and all that. Mm -hmm. Now go in there and kick it with him, you know, and, and he had a lot of relationships and he knew I did clothes, so he always used to introduce me to somebody people um, and he also like was a hustler too, so he'd be out selling CDs and clothes and everything. He was just was a he just was a all, all around hustler and he taught me how to hustle. Mm -hmm. You know, and um I, remember I started going around in some malls and stores and I started seeing this colorful paint splatter uh, clothing line and I, it said Mesquite and I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And people, I mean, 
people told me that it was this one dude that went to Howard University that was painting all these shirts. And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. He sell these shirts for like seventy dollars, and it's just one dude doing all this. Like, where where where, where have I been? You know. Mm -hmm. And um. And you wait. You were selling yours for how much? Twenty. Twenty, and he was doing seventy dollars. Yeah, and I'm thinking this is a one man team. But yeah. later, I found my best friend. My best friend, um, Nugget. He actually did some research. He's a research. He, he he's a, you know he's a uh, he actually works for the FDA now. But you know he always researched things, and he felt, he, he he showed me that uh, Mesquite was a full blown business. Like they had they had a. Uh, you know, over like 50 employees and stuff like that. Like the, the guy that they were talking about that painted all the shirts, he was actually the COO of the company. Wow. And he's he's the one that had all the relationships that had all the celebrities wearing the skin. How old was he at that time? How old was he? Me. Both of you are same age? No, no, he's older than me. He's, okay. old, he's still like 50 now. Okay. But he, you know, he, he was actually roommates with AJ from 106 and Park. Wow. You know, and he went to school with Diddy. He was cool with Diddy too, but uh, Basically, he told me. He told me. He showed me the website, MesquiteOriginals.com, and basically they were. You could apply for a job and be an artist there. And my best friend, he printed out all all the stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was like 20 pages. I never filled it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, you know, like I said, I used to go back and forth to my. I used to go uh, kick with my homeboy Justice at Streetboard's office. And I told him about this clothing line. I was like, man, this is a clothing line that's. I, mean, I was trying to get a job with them, you know. And they had this. He had to fill out 20 pages. And he was like, oh no, that's not even a problem, man. Like I know, I know, um, I know, I know the owner. You know, matter of fact, the barber downstairs, Dan, and he's almost like he's like best friends with the owner. Mm -hmm. So I went to talk to Dan, and I said I was pretty cool with Dan too, because I would always walk through the barber shop to get upstairs, mm -hmm. and he was Dan was cool. So I talked to Dan and I was like, man, I, you know, I'm trying to get a job, you know, in the scheme, man. You know, can you, can you, can you help me? He's like, oh man, here, take, take, uh, take um, the owner's card. His name is his, his name is Kenya. Mm -hmm. said, call him and tell him I sent you. Called him. I met up with the owner a week after that, and um, I brought a little Polaroid um, portfolio with me with all Polaroid um, pictures of people wearing my clothes. Saw my work. He was like, if you want a job, you got it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, can I work in D.C.? He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> so Why you said that? Because, well, you know, it's it's a, it's a like real, um, it was kind of, you know, Muskeen is kind of like top secret. It's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory almost, you know. It's mm -hmm. like, okay. you know, um, it's a factory and you had you had a bunch of artists in there painting these shirts. And they had, they had you know, they had different ways of painting the shirts, boarding the shirts, prepping the shirts, everything. It just was, it just a whole... They had a whole blueprint, okay. you know, and, and, and to make it mass production and, and do it in the quantity they were doing. You know, the machine was when the machine was booming. We were producing anywhere from six to seven thousand shirts a, a week. Mm -hmm. So, you, you think you were the dopest artist there? Yeah, I was one of the dopest artists. One of the dopest. Yeah, I could say I could say I was one of the dopest artists there. Yeah. So how long how long you was working for Machine for? Let me say this, it's more to the story because Mesquite actually split up. Mm. You know, Mesquite got so big, they, they did a partnership with these guys that owned a store called Dr. Denim. Dr. Dr. what? Dr. Denim. Denim. Okay. Dr. Denim and USA Boutique, they had that out here too. They had an underground. I think I met yeah. Yeah. What was it in underground? Yeah, they had one in underground, yeah, outside of underground. And but pretty much what happened was like, he told me that I had a job. I was in college. 
So I pretty much told him I had to finish off my semester in school and then I could move out there in the summer. Mm -hmm. So I told him, it's spring break, can I come out there and check out the company? Yeah. He said, sure. So I went out there and I saw the internal process of Mesquite. I was like, wow, this is crazy. I was, I was, I was overwhelmed, like mind blown, like how the process in there was, like how they had all the, the whole place set up. Mm -hmm. And I filled out the application, they gave me the job. And pretty much when summer came, the day before I moved to Philly, because I had found an apartment and everything out there, the day before I moved, I was, they, they had a, um, the owners had an art show, the Mesquite owners had an art show in D.C. They told me to come through. I got there and they had all these canvases and this, it didn't say Mesquite, it said Mizan on it. So I was like, oh, what is this? What is this? The owners came and was like, we have this brand new clothing line where we came up with, we are a part of now. Mm -hmm. So I was excited because I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Then mm -hmm. I moved there, you know, I started working for Mizan instead of Mesquite. Mm -hmm. Come to find out, the guys they partnered with, you know, the original owners of Mesquite, they're, they're Muslim. Okay. The guys they partnered with, they were Israeli, they're Jewish. Mm -hmm. So there's already conflict in itself, but they ended up splitting because of something happened. Allegedly, like, either the Israelis stole the company or they, the Israelis said that the Muslims were embezzling money. Mm -hmm. But I, was, I had a relationship with Kenya, he was the original owner, so I stuck with them. And I worked with them for like a year. Okay. And I was like the last... I was really the last artist that got laid off there. I was I, I stood, I, out of 30 artists, I was the last person that survived there. Okay. So, you know, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Um, but I, when, when I got laid off, I was out of work for like five weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was ready to move back to BC. But then like this girl that used to work with me at, at Mizan, she hit me up one day and was like, hey, you know, Mesquite is the, the other side of the company, the other, or they, uh, they, the ones that took over the company, they, she said they were hiring. Yeah. So I called up my boy Kenya, the original owner of Mesquite, I was like, how do you feel about me working for Mesquite, man? Like, I, just because he's the one that gave me the opportunity, he's yeah. not like, go ahead, I'm not a fan, no, nah, do your thing, man, this is your future, man, go ahead. So I, I got the pass from him, you know, I just, out of respect. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that nowadays, they just... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I worked. For, I went over there and got a job on the spot, and I worked for them for like eight years, seven you years. Eight years. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how I ended up working for them. I ended up like, you know, perfecting the craft and learning different styles of art. Mm -hmm. Started traveling, going, going to in stores, you know, building relationships. Started going to tra uh, clothing trade shows. Mm -hmm. Started traveling to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And you know, building relationships with rappers and music video directors and industry people. And that's how I pretty much I got my start in the yeah, industry. You know. So how do you how do you trans how do you transit into body painting? Okay, so body painting. Every guy wants to know that because they're jealous. All right, all right, cool. So you know, Mesquite is an abstract styles like styles on shirts, like color blocking and different graffiti-ish styles on shirts. Mm -hmm. We used to do exclusive in stores. With, with with retailers that sold our clothes, Mesquite clothing. Mm -hmm. So we would set up like three or four exclusive um, pop-up shops. We would call them pop-ups now. Yeah. We basically where we would go to the store and the store would promote that Mesquite is coming to the store to customize shirts live as long as you buy a shirt. Mm -hmm. So we used to do that special occasion. So there's one store in Nashville that was doing a one-year anniversary for store opening. Mm -hmm. And we did that, it was me and two other artists we went there and did the in-store, but for the after-party at the club, they wanted us to body paint. Mm. So, one of, one of us three knew or already knew how to body paint. Me and my other boy didn't know how to body paint, so we kind of followed along after my, my one boy. And, like, it was easy. Like, I loved it. You know, all we did was 
pretty much put a t-shirt, made, made a girl look like she had a t-shirt on with little abstract highlights, machine details, you know. And you was freestyling? Freestyling, just freestyling with latex paint. Latex. Mm. All latex paint. Mm. So, so. Was your so latex paint latex good, right? is not good? No, it's not good at all. I didn't find that, find that, find that out till later. The girls was fainting on me. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Why you say they was fainting? You know, with, with latex, latex. You know, your body has pores. Mm -hmm. Your body, your body has pores and it lets out toxins. Now, yeah. if you cover your, you know, latex covers your skin. If you cover your whole body with latex completely, you're tra you're trapping the toxins in your body. Mm -hmm. You're poisoning your body. That's that's. Okay. So you have to transition to something else. Okay. So how? Yeah, what made yeah, you? I got you. I'll so get to that. What was the? Okay, keep on. Okay, so 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 from that experience of me doing that, you know, that that first body paint, I painted like two girls, and they painted like one girl piece. I ended up doing two girls. We brought the girls out into the club, into the crowd, because we did them in private. We brought them out to the crowd, and like everybody in the club went crazy over the girls. So I was like, mm, maybe I should start doing. In, my, in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe I should start doing this on the side. Mm -hmm. So. So I lived in Philly. I would go to DC. I commute to DC every weekend because that's where I'm from. And I still party. I was still young, so I still went to the clubs and stuff. But I, I, I started like trying to do body paint in the clubs. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, just to get myself out there. Like I, I knew it was going to bring attention because of the reaction of the other club. Yeah. So the first club I did was this club called uh, can't remember it. Uh, Cafe Asia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My boy Mitch. You know, uh, he's a big time promoter out there. He booked me. To paint a girl there, a couple girls, and it's the same effect, you know, except it was just me and out. But instead of me doing it in behind the scenes, mm -hmm. I asked him if I could do a live in front of everybody, so it'd be like an attraction. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. dope. Yeah. Oh, so that's how I got known. That's how you DC. know you got skills, you know? For real. Yeah. You doing it in front of everybody. But to, to tell you the truth, I started getting bored because I did. So I got so popping in DC from the body painting, you know, from that one time, I started getting booked left and right. I was doing the same machine style on all the girls. Like I was oh, just doing my yeah. color blocking just on all the girls. You know, it still looked cool because it was fresh. Yeah. Nobody was thinking about body paint until I came on the scene. Mm -hmm. But um. You got my bodies now, man. Like thousands. But mm -hmm. but um. But then then like at that time I was still like doing marketing from machine. I started traveling to Atlanta to do product placement and do like put art and videos and stuff like that. You know, met a director named Gabriel Hart. And um, you know, he started. I started working with him on like big time artists. My first. At the time of Meskeen, you know, we had there was a lot of clothing lines like Coogee, LRG, Ed Hardy. Was like, Iceberg still popping? What was popping? Iceberg. Iceberg was before that. Okay. Yeah, Iceberg. Uh, Iceberg was way, a little bit before that, like a few years before that. Okay. And um, but um, you know, we were comp those were our competitors in the stores. Mm. Um, you know, Meskeen, you know, it has ups and downs, you know. At one point, we started producing the same same stuff over and over again. So, not only that, the era was changing because these rappers and artists they were coming out with their own merch. They started coming out with their own merch. Mm -hmm. So, like, they weren't really looking for Muskeen like that anymore. They were like, if they, it, I mean, Muskeen wasn't like popping like when it original when it originally was popping like when it, in the beginning everybody needed Muskeen was so limited. But then after a while, they flooded with the owners like the the new owners. They just oversaturated the, the market with it, you know, and um, it, it died out. 
So like, and, and the owners, the new owners, they, they were so cheap. They didn't put money in the marketing like ads, and, and you know they didn't do campaigns with artists with like you know like you know like LRG used to take like new like the freshman people yeah, all the time yeah and do and do and do source magazine yeah yeah, yeah. The complex double XL they were every time giving up um, clothes yeah I mean LRG was given I remember okay so I had a relationship with Bob his managers okay. and I remember I was like. I met him at this thing called the Ozone Awards. That's really how I got met a lot of people through my boy T.J. Chapman. That's one of uh, that's one of uh, B.O.B.'s managers, man. Big shout out to him because he put me on with a lot of stuff. Um, I got built a relationship with him, and, and he, of course I was doing stuff for B.O.B. Uh, I did a shirt for B.O.B. for the Ozone Awards. You know, Ozone Awards used to uh, air on MTV, and he wore a shirt that I, 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 I know that sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ozone magazine, like it, I, I made a shirt for Bob that had a, uh, a planet on it with an alien on top, like with, with sunglasses. It was him, because he's out of this world. That's that was his whole vibe. And I went back to Mesquite. I was telling them, there's a new artist named Bob, man. We need to make some stuff for him. And they were like, okay, give him a shirt. I'm like, give him a shirt. <laughs> LRG is flying him, flying him to LA and giving him boxes and boxes of shirt. They gave him a, a spread in all these magazines. They did a campaign with him. Mm -hmm. You think one shirt, like that's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. They so, didn't care. Yeah, so that's kind of how like, they, they kind of like, I had to bite the bullet a lot of times for, 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 for the scheme, but that's how, why they ended up, you know, like their downfall because they didn't put money in the market. You got to spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I, I started getting a little bit more creative with the body painting. I started doing concept shoots, like got a photographer and I started doing creative shoots with body paint. Mm -hmm. Instead of just doing color blocking, I was doing different design, like I, I would design like the backdrop of the, uh, of the set and blend girls in, like camouflage girl into the background. I started doing way more creative stuff. And at the time, Facebook was popping. It wasn't no Instagram. It was yeah. Twitter, but it, Facebook was popping. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook, how I, I've got a lot of followers, or a lot of friends on Facebook, what I would do is I'll post a picture and I'll tag 50 people in the picture. When I did that, I'd get like 500 friend requests like in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's how I built up my Facebook following. Well, for tags. Oh, for tags. I learned that formula. Mm -hmm. So so then, you know, of course, Mesquite was dying out and I had to eventually, I told myself I wanted to move to Atlanta to, for the, to be in the industry, you know, kind of like do my own thing. So I did that, you know, Mesquite laid me off. I was like the last artist to work for Mesquite too, like mm -hmm. the second company. And um, I moved to Atlanta. And I told myself I was gonna create myself to be a celebrity body painter. And you did it. And you did it. So yeah. That's true. I remember me and you, how we met, you was playing basketball. Right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I cut hair, so I just moved to Bankhead at that time. Yeah, Bankhead, yep. Um, and, you know, I saw an Asian guy, my whole, on Ed, and he was playing basketball actually nice. He good in basketball. So, nice. Yeah. Did I make you fall or something? Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Nah, that's definitely didn't happen. He got one. He got a couple moves that he do. That's it. That's it. Nah, you know, so he broke his knees like a couple times. Like, nah, we we played on a good shot. We, we, play, we, we played on the same. We we used to, we yeah, was on the same. We played on the same. Yeah, we were never really against each other. So you know, I interested him. Good for him. That that's that's good. Good for him though. I mean, beg to differ on that part. But um, so, like I said, so I was telling him that I, I'm a barber and I like to cut his hair because, you know, I like to cut a lot of ethnic, ethnicity, you know, people, um, all genres. I don't, it don't matter what type. So, 
I introduced myself and then, you know, he was telling about he was a body painter mm -hmm. and he was showing me the works. And I was like, damn, mm -hmm. that's dope. And he's in the industry as well. So, you know, me and him collaborated off of that. And, you know, I was doing some side gigs with him mm -hmm. at little music videos. You know, he's the one who actually put me on and let me see that other lives, you know, besides, you know, the barbershop and it showed me the industry, how it is and, you know, what he was doing body paint for the industry as well. Like music videos, I'm seeing girls using the, um, we did the, you did the 50 Cent, the first video we did, it was Match Online. Mm -hmm. I, I think they call Shorty, it Shorty Low, Shorty Low. Yeah, Shorty Low and 50 Cent and, and um, Tony Ayo. Tony Ayo. You know, and he had the, haters. Yeah, it's called haters. Haters, yes. Mm -hmm. And we was at the bathroom and he was doing body paint to some of the girls. And this one girl was like, Yeah, you can do a body paint. And she took everything off, like the whole top. And I was like, That was the first time I ever seen it. You were used to that shit, right? Hell no. She was like, Oh, you don't need no pasties or nothing like that. And I was like, Oh shit! I was talking about that. How you get comfortable with that, yo? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. A lot of niggas ain't comfortable with shit like that. Mm -hmm. Well, well, when it comes to when it comes to a human canvas, it's just like a regular canvas to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what I get excited about is a new canvas, just a new body type. Mm -hmm. um, at, at first, it was challenging because of it being 3D. You know, a girl is not flat like a canvas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And different breast sizes. A child. Um, I get intimidated when I get a girl that has. The boobs, the boobs ain't that perky. Mm -hmm. That that would be the challenge. If a girl's, you know, her boobs, if, if her titties sag a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, it just, you know, or stretch marks. I had to play that off. That 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 was a real challenge. When I get when I get in body paint mode, you know, all the all the the other stuff, the extra stuff, kind of like goes out the window. You know, yeah. I don't be think. I, I just, just I'm focused on my yeah, craft. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Tell us about Panda, yo, because I seen that shit. That shit was viral. You got a lot of, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, that you I thought we got a lot of shit, but yo, panda, panda was probably one of the most viral. I mean, yeah, you seen that shit, Jenna? Mm -hmm. The panda with the booty on it, with with the girl with the panda, and she's twerking. <laughs> you the girl with the panda, panda? Huh? Yeah. The girl with the what? With the panda? Yeah. The panda yeah. on the butt. Panda on the butt, and she's twerking. So yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yes, that's him. That's he did that. Uh, you remember? Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Mm so with, yo, go ahead, go ahead, talk. So with Panda, so with Panda, um, she reached out to me on Instagram. I might have been already talking to her, mm -hmm. like through the DMs, but she, you know, she had a birthday, she had a birthday party, and she wanted, um, she wanted me to paint her for her birthday with a with a Panda concept. Mm -hmm. And um, okay, so it was her birthday. It was her birthday, so oh, okay. so I was like, okay. Uh, she so she flew me out to New York. She took care of me well. I mean, um, yeah. she basically put, you know, she, she, uh, she basically took care of everything. No, he got flewed out. Yeah, she yeah, flew got, me out. But it was, it was a professional. It was very professional, you know, like mm -hmm. very professional. You know, I met her, you know, at her dude at the time. But um, basically, she wanted me to paint her at Starlets for mm -hmm. her birthday. What is Starlets? Was it a strip club? It was a strip club in New York. Okay. I went there and um, you know, I had to come up with a concept. So. No, came yes. up with a, the artist, the artist that you know undersell themselves because mm -hmm. I have a certain price, and if I have, say, I charge five hundred dollars, okay, that's that's the, uh, you know, that's the standard, my standard. Yeah. 
But then you have another person that comes along and copies me. Like any, anybody copies anybody, you know, they're inspired or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can do it too. And, you know, I created a lane for other people to make money, which is cool. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. And they copy in my same, my whole flow. Mm -hmm. But then they're so thirsty for work or they're thirsty for opportunity. They'll either do it for free or tell them like, I'll do four girls for $50. And I'm like, uh -huh. that messes up the whole system. Wow. Because then other people are going to be like, well, we just want to pay $50. We don't want to pay... And there's they're people not going to get your talent. No, they're not. They're not going to get that A um, stink. But there's some. You know? he, he, he like real creative, though. Yeah. But there's people that there's people that know my value, and there's people that don't care about the value. They just care about, you know, like, for instance, to give you an example, like, some people don't care about my body paint. They didn't care about my paint at all, body paint at all. Mm -hmm. I'll be on live, and I'll be painting a girl, and they'll be like, Get out the way, we don't care about the pain, we just care about the girl. Mm -hmm. So I could literally put two dots on a girl and say call it body pain, that'd be like body pain, you know, it's just the whole it's just it's your perspective, you know, the perception and it's 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 crazy, you know. A lot of people don't care about the true art. No, nah, they don't. They don't they don't know they don't they don't know. But there's a lot of people that do it. In the industry people will tell you, like like for instance, two chains, for instance, that's one of my partners. Um I was on the phone with him one day because he had a concert in D.C. and I was in D.C. and I told him I wanted to roll with him. And we started talking about body pain. He was like, and I never thought about body pain until you came, man. I didn't even know what it was, you know, mm -hmm. which is crazy because this is happening with a lot of people, you know, in the industry. They never thought about body pain until I came. I mean, I'm not the first person to do body pain, but I, I actually put it on a map, like mm -hmm. put it back on a map, like in it, like in a hip hop. In the music video world, in the love, it, I mean reality TV world. No, you definitely did. You had a trend on it. Yeah. For for it was going, it was running hard in the early two thousands. Like, well, um, late, no, 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 late, no, 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 mid, no, mid. Let's say mid. I say two thousand, two thousand and eight, nah, ten. Nah, nah, nah. I didn't move here until I didn't move here until um two thousand eleven or ten. So I, I was popping, really, really popping, probably like around twelve. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, I, we normally do this every week. I messed up last week, got in accident. What was your worst experience getting a haircut, going to a barbershop? And you allowed to say his name, okay? No, you <laughs> I don't think I ever messed him up. So I'm going to tell you one thing about Stefan. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's bad, but let me tell you this. I've, I've been to... Stephon, like, I don't know how many times, but I remember going to him and him giving me a different type of haircut every time. Like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a consistent haircut. It'd be, like, something different every time. I'm like, bro, I want the same as, like, last time where I wanted it this way, and he'd do his own thing. But it was still look good. It's just like, he just don't follow directions. I'm like... <laughs> That sound familiar anybody? Yeah. 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 That, was, that was back then. No, no, but I, but no, no, I, I don't even, I jot out the memories of, of bad barbers though. Uh -huh. I don't have any bad, I don't have any bad experiences with Stefano, but um, he just, he just, uh, he's too expensive for me. <laughs> yeah, he chose a grip. Yeah, you're right. You got, you got to book me through the app. Like, can't hey, remember the app, don't even come over here. Like, <laughs> he got booed. I was like, yo, I need to come get a haircut. He's like, yo, this, this is app I'm going to send to you. It's app. <laughs> <laughs> you got to understand. Yes, yes, exactly. App. You got to understand because. Nigga, I took you to get your barber's license. App. 
<laughs> you gotta understand, I get clients that will book appointments and then let's say you say, oh, I want to come at five o'clock. And I say, okay, it's your, just what you said, word of mouth. You know, you mean you talking. By five o'clock hits, somebody, no, really about three o'clock, somebody trying to book that five o'clock. And then I've got to cancel them, and then they argue with me like, yo, what's up? You got a five o'clock available. I'm like, I'm actually not. But it shows it right there. So instead of me keep on battling the clients and keep on going through that. Now I'm you just, smart, man. You're on your business. You're on your, you're on your grown man. That's, that's yeah. smart, bro. You, 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 a see, you, you, a, you a boss now. It ain't like, exactly. you, ain't, you ain't nickel and diamond. You, you, you mm -hmm. leveled up on, on, you know. Yeah, appreciate I mean, it. I, I can't be mad at you on your price because your price is your price. You, mm -hmm. It's like my clothes. My clothes yeah, used to be to say that. $10 a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. My shirts is like $100 now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. You got $100 t-shirt on right now. And it's shirt. going up. It's not even, that's, yeah. not, that's, the, that's the low end right now. Wait, yeah, how, did you, how did you come up with that concept right there? Yeah. That shit is so fucking hot. Well, you know, Bart is one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I don't know how I can, One day I would just put him, put him, put him on a shirt upside down. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bart is my personality. I, I, I compare to Bart a lot on the show. Mm -hmm. um, I can believe that. <laughs> you know, I definitely can. Yeah, yeah. I've been around this guy. I'm a clown. Yes. I, I, play, I play a lot. I'm, 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 I have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, with the design that's on actual, that, that design is called Bart is Art. That particular mm -hmm. Bart is Art design is called the Bart is Art Butterfly. That particular design that's in the Bart's, inside the Bart's head. It's, a, it's, it's my butterfly design. It's a butterfly print. Where can you okay. get those shirts at? You can get them um, at theartist.com. That's my website, and you can get them in a superior shop in Cumberland Mall. In mm -hmm. my my, my bro, okay. yep, my bro in DC, my boy Tommy Guns. He owns uh, a chain of store called Core. Mm -hmm. These okay. all these stores are high end uh, urban boutiques. They're not like they're not no rinky ding joints, you know, in the, in the uh, underground. These they, these stores sell like Balmain and. Maurice and Margiela, they sell high-end stuff. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them for even, you know, putting my stuff in their stores because you can't just walk into a store and be like, can I put my stuff in your store? Mm -hmm. You know, so. So and they sell fast, too. Sell out. Okay. So, you actually currently not into body paint no more. You, like, you actually gave that up now. Yeah. That's not your genre anymore. It's, it happened, now it's gone. Yep. What you doing, canvas? So I'm a, I'm just an all around artist. Yeah, I've seen this guy paint a car, uh, car yo. Yeah, that car was. <laughs> that shit was hard. How many cars did you do so far? I mean, what can't you paint? <laughs> yeah. I can't paint girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bodies. I'm not doing bodies anymore. I, I it's not. I can't. I won't. But um, I painted about ten cars, ten fifteen cars. Um, mm -hmm. I, what can I? What I will not paint. Mm -hmm. Um. Before even even when I was body painting, I, I tried not to paint men. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't really painting men. Hold on, question. You have men huh? trying to ask you, yo, bro, I need some body paint. Well, I mean, you know, there's. I mean, it wouldn't be necessarily a man booking me. I, I, but you, sh you see all the ways now. That's a, no, no, that's no go. Yeah, that's no go. I can step on and do that part. That's a little too far, brother. You know, but no, but uh, no, but um, you know, like I was prof it's pro professional. You know, like it wasn't like I had one incident though. I was in a Waffle House and um, this gay guy like he was trying to book me for body paint. I told him what I did because he was like, "What do you do, brother? Man, you just had a kind of conversation with me." I, 
at the register and I told him what I did and he was like, I want you to pay me, how much you charge? And I basically told him professional, you know, um, you know, I charge 500 for a look and he was like, oh, I want you to paint me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what he said he was going to be? No, I don't, I don't remember, but all I know is he said, <laughs> and he said he wanted me to paint him naked and I was like, oh, and, and I, try, I mean, I said I'm professional. He was like, he's like, He's like, oh, but you ain't never painted me before. So he started trying to flirt with that me. That was a flirt. Yeah. Pick up that was a flirt. <laughs> now, see, now, I know, now I know how girls feel when guys be like all harassing girls now, like on oh, trying to rap to them. But, but, uh, but I just tried to walk, I walked away and he was like, where are you going? I'm talking business to you. I was like, nah, you ain't talking no business to me, man. Like, and I remember having, I, you know, I'm not like this anymore, but I damn sure wasn't gonna end up on World Star getting beat up by two gay guys. <laughs> so I had my pistol in my pocket and I was ready to I was ready to pistol whip them if they tried to jump me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. like ain't going that far. Right. Nah, nah, it wasn't going that. You way. ever had some bad experience doing body paint? Which um, like like just in general, like, you know, doing body paint, somebody tried you or like a girl was trying to she was trying to Say she gonna pay you here, and then two minutes later, she don't got the right money, so she trying to. Cause you don't do your work for get free, right? Yeah, you exactly. don't, no, I don't do it for free. free. No, I never. No, I mean, it, it was more of a promoter that that didn't give me all my money. It was never really a model. Models usually pay. Okay. You know, like, cause I, I required deposits. Okay. There's a couple of people that I had relationships with, like model, um, like promoters, and and like they they give me a deposit, and they won't give me the back end. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like you burn a bridge. You know, like, but. It happens and you know you learn live and learn you know when you get the deposit and, and they don't pay you the rest like what can you really do taking a small claims court but um i have a funny uh experience with body paint mm -hmm. uh, i remember painting these five girls in dc in a club for this event mm -hmm. and um it was kind of a funny it was funny and, and um weird situation so basically i had to finish painting these girls before i brought them out in the club like we couldn't leave the bathroom for some reason i forgot why but it was a one-stall bathroom, but it was kind of big. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, and um, I was painting all five girls, and I remember the other bathrooms didn't work. So only the, one stall worked. One stall worked, and the girls couldn't come out come out naked, and one of the girls had to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Number two, number two, number two. Mm -hmm. So she basically mm -hmm. took a dump in front of all of us. Wow. And I didn't know. I didn't know. Hold on, hold on. How many uh, people you had so far? You did. I was painting all of them at the same time. Oh, okay. 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 And so you had to go. She had to go. She had to go. I mean, I I know how she, I know I know how I know I can relate because I know how I feel when you got you got you got you got to take a smash and. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but she did in front of us and, did, and I didn't know that girls' poop stunk worse than ours. Yeah. <laughs> no roses, yeah. roses really smell like ooh poo poo. They be like, why does it smell like roses? It really depends on what you ate that day. She must have ate. She must have ate some. I don't know what she ate. She must have ate some. But it, it's, man, it's, it smelled like yeah, it smelled like some burritos. But yeah, that was that was a that was a funny weird experience trifling experience but um you know i bumped into her a month a year i said a month a year later at the mall she's a really pretty girl she came out to me was like hey i was like hey she was like oh you don't remember me i wouldn't have i wouldn't have admit i wouldn't have she she told me i was the one that had these i was like i wouldn't have told me that yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was funny shitty bobo mm. oh man <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs>
That's not a good introduction. No, that's so the last painting you did was um my boy Michael Blackson. What was that? that was um, one of the you did last a little Versace. That was, that was in the last one though. What I mean one of the, I mean the last one of the last posts. Yeah, one of the last one of the last posts is other than him doing the uh, the Martin Luther King and Malcolm X as well, right? Yeah. For for um Black History. I've been there. Oh, the Black History. Oh, you I've been, been, been there those, but I just uh, you know. oh you just reposted it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I never posted it, so. Oh, okay. Well, those pictures is dope, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah cool. I like the ones with the words on it, yo. Yeah, that exactly. Hot as hell, Appreciate though. it. Thank you, thank you. That Versace one with Mike Blackson. You did a couple Michael Blackson. Um, I see what you did one with, right? With Gucci Man too. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. I work with Gucci a lot. Um, but uh, Michael Blackson, I've known Mike since um. Philly, Miskeen days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I got a, a stronger history. Yeah, yeah, I've known Mike for almost 15 years. Mm. When he first, I mean, not when he first, first, well, actually, yeah, when he was, he just did, had did Friday, mm-hmm. Repo Man, I guess, or, um, he was, yeah, I mean, he was, he was known, but he, you know, now he's like on a whole nother level, you know. Mm-hmm. He was always solid, like, always humble, man. I never, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, one of the coolest dudes in the industry, man. Like, he really love Versace, yo. Yeah, he love Versace. Does. Everything in his bedroom is Versace. That's why I, that, that, that I had that idea and gave him the idea. Oh, you oh, gave him the idea. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when I go to LA, I'll stay at his crib. But um, I, I did a, I did a. Also, oh, it's in LA, not Miami. No, it's yeah, it's no, in Hollywood. He got a crib in um, he got a crib in um, Hollywood. But okay. um, but um, I did a I did a column in this house too. That was the first thing I did in this crib. A column. Oh, that little round, that, that round. Yeah, the circle thing. Yeah, put all of my people in the video. Yeah. It was colorful. Did that? I did um, I did his wall by um, by the front door, mm-hmm. and I did the facade. And I got to go back and do something else. Probably a portrait of. How you come with those concepts? Well, that pattern on the column is one of my one of my styles. That's one of my styles of art. My identified um, styles of art that I do. So freestyle. Freestyle, yeah. Okay. So um my thing is nowadays, especially today, you know, you hearing about what's going on, they talking about quarantining the whole state of Atlanta. How you feel about the whole nation? Really the, the whole nation, yeah, exactly. Nation. What you, how you feel about that? Like that's stopping uh, a lot of work right now. No, too. for real, it's, it's, you can't it's, travel. It's it's overwhelming, but at the same, t- okay, so it's overwhelming to me because of all the stories. Because of um, because I I was traumatized because I had strep throat like a few years ago, and I was, I was really sick from it. Like I got really sick and almost I felt like I was gonna die. And I was in the hospital mm-hmm. for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, you good? You good? So so they say it's, it's almost like the same symptoms with the coronavirus, and I don't want to go through what I went through again. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not too, too worried about it because, you know, at the end of the day, um, I have faith and um, I, I, believe in, I believe in God and I follow God, so um, I'm not worried, I'm not, I, I put it in God's hands, you know, which everybody else should do. Um, to be honest, like, this should, get, this should give everybody a big opportunity to build their faith up and, and put their trust in God. So you're a big um, religion. Uh, you, go to, you go to church often? I go to church every Sunday now. Oh, for real? Yep. Every oh, Sunday. Every Sunday. I don't miss church. That's dope. What, what church you attend? It's called uh, North Point Community Church. North Point Community yep. Church. Oh. Yep. Pastor Andy San- Pastor Andy Stanley. That's dope. Yep. So, no more club for you. 
I rarely, I rarely go to clubs. I don't go to strip clubs anymore. For sure. No, no, no. Done with that. Um, I go to clubs if I have a reason to go for maybe somebody's birthday or I'm delivering a shirt or something. But I, you'll rarely, I, you'll rarely see me in the club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so you gave that that lifestyle up. So, currently dating anybody or no? Man, I'm um, man, I, I, I have a uh, single as a, as a dollar. <laughs> it's hard to paint all these naked women to be in a relationship, right? No? Well, I don't do it anymore. Yeah, but you don't do it. I don't. Do, I don't do it anymore. But um, even yeah, well, when I was painting girls, it was hard to keep a girlfriend because they they were insecure. You know, because you always around naked bodies. Yeah, yeah. So, and there was and there was also girls I dated that I that I painted. That that wasn't wasn't always the best idea because I, of. Girls being opportunists and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah, okay. My thing is, you ever got hard um, body painting? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm saying you doing naked pictures. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing naked pictures. I, I, I know if I was doing body paint, you gotta be professional, man. <laughs> I mean, in the beginning. He's I mean, a professional. At the beginning, I know I probably. Alright, alright. I, I, I might have to plead the fifth on that. But <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've been excited more times than others before with certain certain models. Okay. Like, if, if it was like, you know, like. I mean, I love women. I mean, it, I, women are beautiful to me, you know. You ever get nervous like a real beautiful hot woman? Um. Nah, I never really got nervous, nah. Cause you focus. I would get nervous. The when I I would get nervous only if I would be at a video shoot and we had to finish up a design by a certain time. Like it was a deadline. Like it was like I was on a time, you know, and um, I, and I had to do an intricate design or something. That that that'd be the only time. Other than that, I would get nervous. okay. Mm -hmm. So so what's next for you? What's like like what's your um, future plans? Well, the canvas I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I limited myself to body paint for years, you know, and uh, I limited myself to body paint, and, and when I'm all, I'm an all-around artist, I paint everything, you know. Um, clothing is my thing. That's one of the main things I want to do is a clothing line, of course. I'm, I'm develop, developing that right now. Mm -hmm. I'm doing all customs right now, but eventually, I, I have, I have a blueprint of what I really, really want to do in the works. Um, and just be, just be a, just be an artist, just be an art all around artist like um, a, a Warhol, a Basquiat, or Keith Haring, you know, any mm -hmm. just incredible artist, you know, that mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I, I want, I want, I mean, you know, I really want to inspire people to. I mean, since I love God and God is love, I want, I want to inspire everybody to love God and love everybody. It's, everything is love, you know. That's that's like, I mean, to glorify God is the main thing. You know, through my art, he gave me the gift. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's what main that's the main main thing. Just better, just be a better person and a loving person, and um, showing the love of God in me. Okay. So my thing, you ever thought about putting some of your artwork into a museum? Absolutely, absolutely. I went to Hot Museum of Art the other day. Okay. And I checked out. I saw some. I saw. I actually took a picture in front of a real Basquiat painting. Million dollar painting. Yeah, that's a good part of it. Yeah, for real. Yeah. What about um, having any um, 
stories. Like, you know, that's, that's another thing you're working on, having like any clothing stories. You know, instead of, you know, having all your other shirts going to different locations and your friends um, place stores, honestly, getting your own shop. To be honest with you, right now, I'm, no, I'm not at that level, nowhere near that level right now yeah, to do that. thinking about it. No, I mean to be honest with you, like that era is is probably that that generate that era is probably almost over. To be honest with you, it's all yeah, about e stores. yeah, it's, it's all about e-commerce. You know, blame mm -hmm. that on Amazon. Yeah, you know, but they smart. Like it's way smarter for me to to put myself in stores. Like I mean, different stores across and have different accounts with different retailers across the country. Because I don't gotta pay rent. I don't gotta pay for anything. Exactly. They're selling. It sells in itself. Yeah. And then my website. All I gotta do is put stuff on the website. And then buy it. Yeah. Cause you know, social media is like our own story. Yeah, exactly. I mean, website is its own is its own entity. You know, like you don't really don't need a store. Like, if I was at Ralph Lauren, if I was at Ralph Lauren level, I could do that right now. But I'm, I'm not at that level. But um, maybe eventually when they, I do do pop up shows. So. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. But I, I mean, I would love to see my my artwork in galleries all over the world, though, for sure. And just um, you know, product line. You know, I, I want I want my own brand of like wallpaper, just assembly line of just just different different like see my I have a rug in IKEA with my pattern. You know, like my own you know product line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of toys and stuff. Huh? What's toys? What kind of toys? You like robots and just figures, like action figures, and like you know, like you know, just collectibles, like Cause. There's an artist named Cause, very famous artist named Cause. Okay. Mm -hmm. You do everything. You do everything. I got um a Cause um Snoopy on my um computer desk. Yeah. He um he did. You ever see the Heartbreak 808 Heartbreak uh Kanye when he had the suit on with the um, cartoonish stuff around him? That's the um, he did the album art. But yeah, with the um with the hands pulling away the heart. Oh yes, yes, that's that's oh. Cause. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He has million dollar paintings too. Man, he's alive. Yeah. He did some Jordan 4s. He yeah. do collabs all the time. Ooh. And his Jordan 4s, they tough. Yeah. Jordan 4s, you gotta look that up. I gotta see that one. He actually has, he actually has um, a, a painting, a, a Simpsons painting, a collage of a bunch of Simpsons characters painting. And that auctioned off for like 13 million or something crazy. What? Yeah, something. 13 mil? Yeah. Yo, that's 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 where you're gonna get. That's what that's that's we speaking of existence Absolutely. right now. For sure. You know? We got, just don't forget the little guys. Never. Cause Jordan 4's um, resale four thousand dollars. Wow. Oh man. And he did those. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great pair, you got a black pair too. I love, I love them type of guys because what, what they're doing with the with, you know with today's day you know I mean you got people like Virgil you know off white you know mm -hmm. he's you know I, I, I look at his stuff too you know he's not he's an artist too he's not he's not he doesn't do the he doesn't do the uh, you know paintings on the walls and stuff but you know he's you know he's he's the new generation of fashion right now mm -hmm. where, you know he's the head designer of Louis Vuitton he does installations all over the world you know like. He has a Jordan 5. Did you see his Jordan 5s? Which one? No. It's the off-white 5. Oh yeah, I keep up with all that shit. Them shit's tough. Yeah, those are those are one of my favorite ones. Jordan's period, man. Wait, I mean, I think everybody knows how much Jordans. Are, look how much those, uh, look, look up how much those are right now. They're probably around 1500 to 2000 
Resale. Well, no, they just the um new ones, the black ones just came out, so so you can get them on Goat right now for two thirty. No way, those are fake. Those are kids. No way. On Goat or StockX, the um the black ones that just came out. You talking about the first ones? The gray ones. The gray ones. Goat and StockX. Those that's not the real price. Yeah, yeah, that's that two thirty is like kids or something. Click on. I guarantee you, it's not two thirty. I can't afford that shit, so why would I break my back to buy something that I can't afford? I mean, Just to be broke and look good? Mm -hmm. Nah, I'm good with some Adidas or some shit. <laughs> I got Adidas on. I got my own custom Adidas on. I don't need no red bottoms. I make it. I got a fake yourself. Come on, you know you're going to have some Oh, yeah, these are infant. My bad. When I make it, yeah, I look it up, bro. Right. Right those those ones was infant. I'm going to show yeah, you. Okay. Just so I can look good out here for who? No. What you mean for who? These niggas. <laughs> for these niggas. What you mean? Exactly. You know? On StockX and men's size 11, the bid is 710. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. And you do custom, you do custom shoes too. Custom shoes as well. Custom shoes are right now. I like them colors. I paid 30, I paid 30 bucks for these and I, I turned them into a million dollars. Look. They exclusively one on one. Nobody else got I have a pair of shoes. I, I don't know. Which ones they are? I just know that there's some Nikes. Mm -hmm. I call them dinosaurs, but they had actually went through a fire, but they didn't burn like to where it like deforms the shoe itself. The but fuck? it had like burn marks on it and stuff like it. And I actually repainted the shoes and they look cool. super fucking fast. I don't wear them because I didn't finish one of the shoes. Mm -hmm. And then the other shoe I need to Put a little bit more detail in it to where it would look really clean. I already look clean. Who did it? You did it? I did my Alright, so where the picture at? I think you took a picture. Right? Alright, let me see. Yeah, another thing. But they you know, what you think? How that look? Right there. Cause yeah, you know. no, I mean that's a good spot for it, yeah. Either whether you do a canvas you or a take this shit down too. Yeah, you gotta take this down and put the niners on. No, that's not that's a beautiful. It actually match almost matches. You know, it's almost matches. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful nah, he put that shit right here too. Yeah, you know. I gotta you know, cause I gotta put somebody on the winning team, you know, he's on the Jets. You know, they never saw a Super Bowl in I'm a Niners his whole life. That's all that, all y'all, all y'all, like, whatever, me, I'm, I'm Niners. And we got robbed out the, out the, out the uh, Super Bowl. How would you get robbed? Because, man, it, the calls was bad, terrible. The calls was terrible. You had the lead. Exactly, and then they made terrible calls they, on, on their behalf. Hold on, you talking about the coaches. No, the no, coaches no, made bad calls. No, no, no. Not, not the referees. The, ref, the, ref, the refs did a couple bad, bad calls that cost us the game. Mm -hmm. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, cause you didn't want um Kansas City. I don't know why. Why you didn't want Kansas City to win? I wanted the underdogs to win. Oh, yeah, I feel sorry for you. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like Garoppolo caused the game. Like he, he had key throws that he could have made that could have won and went to another. He, he needed more. You know? he, he needed more. Um, more what? What he needed. He got a, He had elite defense. He had everything. He's not the he, best quarterback, though. He's not a great quarterback. Right. At the end of the day, you went to the Super Bowl. Okay? You got to He went to the Super Bowl because of his defense. Hold on. What was the first? Hold on. Who, who, 
who they played this um, before they got to the Super Bowl? What was the team? Was it um, Seattle or the Green Bay? It was Green Bay. They spanked Green Bay. Garoppolo had a great game. So what are you talking about? And Green Bay actually had a better defense than Kansas City. So well, Kansas City's defense showed up in the, in the Super Bowl. No, that means Garoppolo didn't really show up in the Super Bowl. Either. Like I said, he's not that good. You know, but and I want to appreciate you coming through. You know, and coming and supporting my new show, new um, episode of Fresh New Look. You know, and we okay. actually we got we got. Him saying that he, he was going to do an FNL for us. You know? <laughs> oh, he tried to put me so. He is my brother. He's my brother, man. Oh, I appreciate it. I got you something, too, man. I got okay. you something exclusive, man. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. I got you a little, I did you a little dad hat, man, which, you know, of course, your name. Uh, what is I it? love what it. Say, oh, it says fresh. Oh, this is dope, uh, yo. Know? Hold on, hold on. I got to. You, 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 better, you better take care of that, bro. Yeah. Nah, oh, yeah. Look, 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 look what it says underneath the brim, though. Look what it says underneath the brim. God is love. You gotta remember that. Yes. That's definitely what I'm talking about. Tell us where they can reach you once again. My Instagram is at the artist gallery. At the artist gallery, right? Let me forget something. Yes, it's at the artist. I'm getting the artist.com for the website. That's all you really need to know. Yeah, check out his Instagram. His Instagram dope. Yes, yeah, exactly. I'm not super duper active on there right now, but I'll get back to it. I promise y'all, man. Apologize for that. But yeah, uh, just remember that God is love. Put him first and, you know, oh, trust in him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thanks once again. And um, tune in for the next episode of... FNL, fresh new look. Thank you.